Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. She just reset. My top 1071 is KTMY FM. Hey! Hey! hey. hey. Welcome back to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. We are everything entertainment. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. Do you like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Hey, Steve. Hit me. John Mayer's new album is out today. Oh, man. It's called uh, Last uh, uh, Soft. Mm. Wait, hang on. <laughs> Sob Rock. <laughs> Sob Rock. And he's got that uh, this really cool song called Last Train Home. It's awesome. It's the whole. I've downloaded two of the songs that had been out a couple weeks ago, "Last Train Home" and "Carry Me Away," and just really dig them. Really dig them. Uh, there you go, buddy Bill. And it's got like a synth oh, behind so it good. too. Yes. He's totally gone for the '80s soft rock thing, yes. like from the album cover to like recruiting members of Toto to be on the record. <laughs> I like John Mayer. I like him a I lot. I want to hate him, and I can't. He is so too. talented. You know what? I think he's gotten, I think he's gotten more likable over the last few years. Yeah. He's just taken himself less seriously, and he's really a very fun follow on TikTok, and a cool thing for guitar lovers, he does tutorials, and he does like little behind-the-scenes, hey, here's how I play this one thing. Show me how you play it. And uh, it's really cool. So I'm digging John Mayer, loving his music. Awesome. Well, you'll be happy to know that I happen to have some non-fungible oh, token. No, you news. you do? Yes, quiz. Is that thing fungible? No, it's not fungible. It looks so fungible to me. No, it's not. Second thought, maybe it's fungible. Let's ask Don and Steve. Time to talk non-fungible tokens with NFT experts. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. <laughs> the units of data. They make the techies chatter, that's in. My friend. Wait for the horn I'll at the end. I'll tell you, women and men, it's those non fungibles. Runs with launchables. Tokens NFT. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle Phillips. Know her? Uh, Mamas and the Papas? Yes, quick. Okay. Oh. She drew a sketch of them. The band. Okay. To sell as an NFT. What? Okay, so she sold 10 NFTs already of the sketch. They sold for $100,000. Each? Yeah, I'm not sure. It says in Ether. In Ethereum. Well, there is no E-um. 
Oh, because <laughs> Ethereum is a sort of cryptocurrency. Okay, so that's what I guess was paid for. 25% of which went to support a camp for kids with serious medical conditions. And then there's a video of her actually drawing it, which is super cool. Wow. Well, she's gotten really old. I used to watch <laughs> her on Knots Landing. Right. She was, uh, Mom's and the Papa's Lady was on? Yeah. Knots Landing? Yep. What if um, your State Fair t-shirt just said <laughs> NFT expert? I love that. I like it. I like that a lot. And then no follow-up questions <laughs> right underneath well, in small good. print. <laughs> uh, well, let me know when you're done with this story, because then i got to hit the sting. I'm done. They also got to go to dinner, or will get to go to dinner, with Michelle Phillips at a restaurant in California in September. Except she looks old, so it won't be any fun. Oh, I didn't realize she, she was that elderly. <laughs> Wait, the mom's and the papa lady? Yes. Well, yeah. Well, first of all, Rocco, don't say she's old. Well, it's not going to be any Donna said it first. <laughs> Sorry. she. Did, I, I was just taken aback by... <laughs> how wow how quickly we're starting to age well i i mean listen donna the mamas and the papas were like from the 60s were they not yeah i mean that's not quick aging that was about 60 <laughs> years ago <laughs> it just makes me sad i don't want time to go by you know Is name the song yes all the leaves are brown Oh, she's only 77. She's still young. The is gray. Come on, Donna. No, I don't know the words. I'll be the papa. Uh, <laughs> and you be the papa. That guy does not like me, by the way. I met him once. Which one? The, the papa. Oh, what'd you do to What's again? his name again? Um, so I was Mama just being Cass, obnoxious Michelle in a Phillips. bar. Yeah, Mama Cash. She's the one who could belt, right? Yeah, she's no longer with us. Okay. It's okay. the guy with the beard. The Papa. Uh, Papa Pablo. Is he a Phillips? There was John Phillips and Denny Doherty. Denny. Maybe? It's Denny. What'd you do to Denny? I was just being obnoxious what in does a that bar. Mean? I was oh, just you being were loud. Drunk. You were drunk, Donna. Just having fun. No, say you were drunk. I, I really don't think I was that drunk. <laughs> I just had a few drinks. He's also dead. In fact, she's the only one still alive. Wow. She's only 77. I'm sorry. I, th- I thought she was like 90. But uh, ba- on her picture, based on her picture, or what? I only saw the back of her head. <laughs> <laughs> There's a fun game to play, by the way, at a carnival. You show me the back of somebody's head, turn around, ma'am, and then you're the carnival marker, and you guess the person's age, and they turn around, and you're shocked. I had no idea. Oh, that's Your hair hilarious. is so young. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. That was You awful. could guess P. Oh, here's another one. So you guess people's age based on the back of their hair. You could guess people's weight just based on their forearm. Oh my. Show me one thing. Uh, that looks thick. Uh, that looks Two, thick. 271. I was wrong. Wow. What are you, a carpenter? Uh, is there, like, a, can we see the back of celebrities' heads? I want, this is a fun There's got to be some weird fetish Look, site out back there. Back of celebrity heads quiz. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there are some foreheads. Oh, you can do it by their good. foreheads. Yes. That is so funny. Guess yeah. this celebrity's weight based on their calf. Famous foreheads quiz. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> ah, 
this is so stupid. I like the internet. We have no more time, you guys. I'm sorry. What happened? I thought we were going to do a fun <laughs> quiz on songs sampled from other songs. Yeah, we could do it later. We'll do it later. Okay, when we come back, we're gonna. Everybody's gonna feel really good because we're gonna do a. Uh, a little Jason Sudeikis talk, which is just, he's just such a lovely guy. So we'll get into that. Before we go, though, uh, don't forget you can listen to my talk as podcast. New episodes of Deep in the Shallow from our buddies Colleen and Bradley out right now. You can also check out other My Talk original podcasts like Two Fairy Godfathers and Lori and Julia's Book Club, plus all your favorite live shows as podcast as well. My Talk 1071 shows original content all available as podcast online or on the My Talk app. When we come back, Jason Sudeikis talk. Wait until you hear the email that he sent to someone who was hurting. That next. Hey, we got to say a quick thanks to Chill Boys for sponsoring this podcast. And for keeping my groin comfortable. I love Chill Boys. I love their boxer briefs. They are the most comfortable pair of boxer briefs that I've ever slid on Ugh. to my body. No, I slide them on. Ugh. You know why I slide them on? Because as they come up over my extremely well-developed thighs, I feel the cooling sensation. You feel it immediately. <laughs> Donna, you do. You have felt it too. Yeah, they're kind of they're made for guys, but you've tried them on. You know what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, women like them too. I like to wear them around the house. They are absolutely the most comfortable pair of underwear that I have ever worn. That's because they source the best high-performance and eco-friendly fabrics that the guys behind Chill Boys could find. Yeah, you know what that fabric is? It's bamboo. You're putting bamboo on your legs. You think it's going to be noisy and clank around like panda food, but it's not. It's very comfortable. I'm telling you, it's the most comfortable undies you'll ever wear. Bamboo material has natural antibacterial properties, so it'll keep you free from odor. It'll keep you cool down there. That's all I'm going to say about that. Get 15% off your first purchase at chillboys.com. Use the promo code MYTALK. Chillboys, comfort where it counts. Hey, we're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. We were talking about Ted Lasso coming back. We're very excited. That is the um, the show on Netflix, is it? No, it's on Apple it's on TV+. Apple. Plus. And it stars Jason Sudeikis. He is a football coach, an American football coach, who gets shipped away and has to find a job coaching a football team. Uh, over in Europe, and so he's fish out of water. It doesn't quite translate, um, but he has just this overriding positive spirit yes. that doesn't even somehow doesn't even read as cheesy. As you watch it, you just want to drink it in. It's yes. probably because of all the really harsh British cursing that balances it out, you know? So then you get this really sweet stuff and like, okay, this, this still has teeth. Yeah, yeah. So people look at him on the show, the other characters like, yeah. okay, like with a lot of cynicism. Yes, yeah, because Guy Smiley over there is just looking right. at the bright side. So I saw this article in The rap by a guy who talked about an interview that he had conducted with Jason Sudeikis, who was in the middle of promoting a movie and that movie was called Kodachrome, which focuses on the character trying to make, th make things right with his dying father, who was played by Ed Harris. And this was a few years back. I, this doesn't even ring a bell to me, this movie. I'm right there with you. So when this writer, um, I want to get his name. It's Ron Mike Ryan is his name. Okay. Interviewed. Jason Sudeikis, he noted to him how much the storyline and its themes were affecting him on a personal level because he was 
going through something with his dad or he had just recently lost his dad. So later that day, this writer, Mike Ryan, goes home and he receives an email from Jason Sudeikis that he described as inspirational. And he felt that those words could help others going through a tough situation. So he asked Jason Sudeikis for permission to print it. And Jason Sudeikis said, yes, of course. So do you want to hear that letter? I would love to. Okay, so this is what Jason Sudeikis wrote to the person. Do you want any royalty-free music underneath you as a bed to draw out emotion? Or is the words plenty? I'm just going to read it. I feel like that might make it cheesy or something. Okay, all right. Okay, Okay, thank you. Good. Okay, so he wrote to Mike, just wanted to shoot you a quick note and let you know I'm so sorry for your loss. And I thank, thank you for feeling comfortable enough with me to share. Please, 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 please feel zero regret in doing so. It's important and bleeping necessary for us human beings to do that, to connect, to share, and to not concern ourselves too much with the outcome of such bravery especially the men of the world. Our generation is the first to understand that notion. But damn it, I'd love to try and be the first generation of fellas to live the notion as well. So let's both continue to attempt to be on that side of history, shall we? I wish you all the luck and openness in the universe on finding the four roles of Kodachrome your father left you. Because he did. It's out there. I know it is. The one thing I want you to consider, though, is that it might not be physically out there because it might be living inside of you and through you. And merely accepting that possibility might be where and when the finding happens. You see deeply into things for a living. Allow yourself to experience of doing that for yourself. Okay, man, be well. Always good to see and speak with you. Yours, Jason. How nice and thoughtful is That's really nice. That? That's really to, sweet. To take the time mm-hmm. when you're probably busy doing all this promotion for your movie being pulled in a million directions. Mm-hmm. Um, this Mike Ryan who received that email maintained that the reason he wanted to share it was because he wanted to, to spread that refreshing message of niceness and positivity that the character Ted Lasso you know, exudes. Right. That's awesome. Super Aww. awesome. He needs to be like our next new favorite I... actor guy. Like, you know how kind of Tom Hanks was that for like the 80s yes. and 90s? Mm. Yes. Yes. Mm. I think it's time to pass the torch to Sudeikis. Where did Sudeikis come from? Was he an SNL yes. guy? SNL, yes. Yeah. And he was very funny on SNL. Well, here's the cool thing he did last night at the um, Ted Lasso premiere. He wore a shirt... Uh, that said had three names on it: Jaden, Marcus, and Bukayo. And you might ask yourself, "What is that?" Who are they? Yeah. yeah. So rewind to last Sunday when uh, my team. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or twenty-four-seven in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Team Italy beat England in penalty kicks to win the Euro Cup. Oh. What happened was the game went to penalty kicks, which is basically like, yeah, you Over one, time one or- team has like five, you know, one-on-one shots at the goalie. The other team has five one-on-one shots at the goalie. Okay. Three guys missed their kicks for England, which basically lost the game. And mm. all three of those guys were black. And so it's been a week of just racist oh. commentary and Twitter, oh. blah, blah, oh, blah, over in England, to the point where, like, you know, the England national team needed to step up and the prime minister needed to step up and say, you guys, we got to stop this, stop this. This wow. is crap. Wow. And so this was Sudeikis' way of saying, hey, these uh, Jaden, Marcus, and Bukaya were the three players I missed. Mm. And he sort of made a statement that says, you know. That's beautiful. That's really I cool. I love that. Aww. What a guy. It's, it's cool. I mean, I'm not, not trying to overinflate him into, you know, some saint. But it's cool that he's doing just the little intentional things as a celebrity, as a guy who's at the peak of his career. And, um, you know, just being... In touch with things and seeing the world outside of just himself, not to mention, you know, having gone through a breakup and how difficult yes. that must be. And, He's and opening a, up such about a public that too. breakup, too. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Wouldn't that be the worst? And, oh and then my just gosh. to have it flaunted in, in your face that your ex is with Harry Styles. Yeah. You know, it's all over magazines and you can't get away from it. But he seems to be like. Boy, isn't the, the divorce in, spoiler alert, in Ted Lasso really. Very tough to watch. You yeah. just there, it's there's art a, imitating life. Yeah. Well, yes, and that so that certainly added fuel to the fire and changed your your perspective on how you watched it. But just also a really heartbreaking side of divorce that you saw there. You know mm-hmm. the the one person who's really trying to work things out and yes. so into the relationship, and the other person who is just um sort of quitting. Yeah. On him. Oh, man, that was tough to watch. Really the, tough. That's the thing about Ted Lasso. Uh, it was sneaky. Most every episode, you leave feeling just really good. Like, there's this overwhelming, good's going to win in the end, which is which is cool when it's done in a way that it doesn't feel overly preachy or overly cheesy or kind of ham-fisted. Right. Uh, but then they hit you with some real, you know, tough stuff, too, occasionally. In that, I I am so pumped that Ted Lasso season two coming out July twenty third, so ne- one week from today. Yes, woohoo! That's really exciting. Hmm. Um, I'm very excited that we will be playing a game again. It is called the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. John, it's about that time. Can you believe it? I can't believe it, Steve. We're there's, gonna do that. There's even a prize. Oh what? my gosh! What do we have? Tickets to see Joe Bell at the Showplace Icon West End. Wait, Tuesday. I, I don't know much about that movie. Could you describe well, it to me? If I were to put it in like 13 words, I'd say Joe Bell starring Mark Wahlberg as a father honoring his son with a cross-country journey. Oh, my gosh. That's really a succinct way of doing it. Um, if you want to partake in this game, why don't you call us? 651-641-1071. Call right now. You can play. Uh, and then right after the game, how to survive a shark attack. It's Shark Week, ladies and gentlemen. These are tips for your next trip to the beach. Stay with us, Don and Steve. 
It's easy to bail on a workout, but it's hard to bail on a friend. That's why I like the idea of a workout buddy. Somebody that can keep you accountable, push you a little bit to lift more, run a little bit faster, or try a new exercise. Right now, The Y is offering $10 enrollment with no dues until August if you join by June 30th. So you and a friend can sweat, stretch, strengthen, and yes, you can save together too. Join now at ymcanorth.org. All right. It is time to play a little game that we call this, this. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, me, Rocco. I want to see how smart you are. Now, here's the thing. I sort of promised you guys yesterday. Well, I think I promised you on June 14th when I took over producing this show that I would keep score of you, the game. You made that promise, but listen, I have given you grace this whole time. I know that you have you got severely demoted due <laughs> to um, lewd behavior, and so you got moved off the afternoon drive show to the mid-morning show. Donna, however, has been really adamant about her irritation of him not keeping score. Donna, am I framing you the right way? Fine. Well, here's the thing. Um, I thought I could go back and listen to like a month's worth of of college or pop culture knowledge segments and tally the scores. And then I realized we have a computer here at work that could do all the work for me oh. and kind of go back oh. and find out Lovely. who won each game and then spit back out like a total for me. So really? I, I did this yesterday. Would you write a program or yeah, something? You, and, yeah, and so the the computer spit out um, like a readout. It's in like an audio. It's an audio form so I can play it on the radio. Are you ready to hear it? Yes. Okay. Yes. Right, here, what the heck is this? Here's what they came out with. Friday, June 12th. Grant Hans hosting duties to Rocco in the score 60 to 57 done it. June 14th. Topic, Black Day. Victory for Steve. 60-58 Donna. June 15th. Topic, Whiskey Day. Steve wins. 60-59 Donna. <laughs> June 16th. Topic, Angelina Jolie movies. No winners, just two big fat losers. 60-59 <laughs> Donna. June okay, 10. I'm gonna, I'm gonna speed this up. <laughs> Famous on Kellyans. Victory for Steve. 60-60 Todd. Famous on Kellyans part two. Point Donna. 61 uh, still kind of dragging. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fast forward to this week. Okay, right about here, I think. 69-66 Donna. July 13th. Okay, right, almost caught up. Here we go. July 14th. Baseball movies. Victory for Steve. 69-68 Donna. Oh no, it's totally going to be 69-69. Gross. Yesterday. Wait, it stopped. Famous people from Milwaukee. This is stupid. I'm gonna barf. Steve nailed it. 69-69 baby. Hilarious. I can't even right now. You can't make this stuff up. Grow up yadding bat. What? I'm just saying the score. It's 69 all around. Please stop. They're locked in a tight 69 matchup right now. Six, oh nine, six, nine. Okay, I'm shutting it. That, okay, sorry. That, now listen. That is, that's leftover from his uh, Lori and Julia sense of humor. Okay, that's it. That's yeah. residue. We got him with that. He's like when it's it's like rescuing a duck out of an oil spill. It's true. It's going to take a lot of Dawn soap. But what's really true is that it is 69-69. Is after, it really? After tallying. Wow. You really did put that effort in? Well, the computer did, but right. yeah. Yeah, you heard the computer.
<sighs> wow, that's no, amazing. No winner, just two big fat losers. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, gosh. Um, I've already forgotten who our caller is to see if we can break this 69-69 tie, but I'm going to bring this person up by saying guten tag. <laughs> guten tag. Hi there, guten tag. you're on the Don and Steve show. Oh, who it is? Remind us your name, Jenny? Jenny, yeah. Jenny, uh, Jennifer, whatever. Nice. Uh, Jen, you sound just like loosey-goosey, the kind of friend that everyone needs. Stop oh. sucking up, Steve. She knows what you're doing. Or as Brittany would always say when Brittany fills in, Jen, you sound fit. <laughs> That's how she tries to win <laughs> these people over to her side. Um, did we say what's the topic today? Uh, we didn't because I, I was so busy recapping the score, but it is Will Ferrell's birthday today. I love Will no, Ferrell. I forget how old he is. I could look that up. But, uh, so we're going to celebrate the life of Will Ferrell. And um, in fact, the way we're going to ask the questions today, you know, oftentimes when he does a comedy bit, he partners up with somebody. Yes. And so I'm going to uh, see if you can name his comedy partner in a variety of Will Ferrell vehicles. Oh, right? this is going to be great. Yeah, I think you're going to do fine because everybody loves Will Ferrell, who's turning 54 today. Oh, wow. happy birthday. All right, Jenny, you've got to decide who do you want to team up with, Donna or Steve? Well, I thought I was going to pick Donna, but I think Steve on this one. Yeah, if you want to win a prize, I get it, you like Donna more than me, but if you want to win a prize, you got to go with me here. Let's do this. Donna, scram, beat okay, it. Get out of bye. here. Okay, bye. Okay. All right. Donna's got headphones off now. She can't hear us. All right. I'm I'm locked and loaded. Okay. I'm gonna t- uh, put Jen on hold here. All right. We're gonna celebrate Will Ferrell. I'm gonna um, name uh, like a comedy bit or movie he did, and I want you to tell me the partner that uh, helped make it funny with him. Okay. Great. Uh, we'll start with this one. Can you name the comedy partner who was? Uh, along with him, when he played musical middle school teachers slash organ music enthusiasts, the Culps. Anna Gasteyer. Can you name his partner on SNL when he played Spartan cheerleaders? Sherry O'Terry. And can you name his figure skating partner in Blades of Glory? John Heater. You know... What else I, do you want to talk I, about? I, yeah. <laughs> Donna got me a Will Ferrell shirt. Um, a couple Christmases ago, and it's really nice. It's just a blue shirt, and it has Will Ferrell faces, just sort of in ink blot style, and from all different characters. You have him as Ron Burgundy. You have him as Elf. It's it's really really wonderful. All right, bring. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, well, actually, let's bring Jen in. Hey Jen. Jen. Hey Jen, I have a feeling that you're going to be going to see Joe Bell at the Showplace Icon <laughs> West End on Tuesday, July twentieth, to see the movie Joe Bell starring Mark Wahlberg as a father honoring his son with a cross country journey. Go ahead, Steve. You excited about that, Jen? Yes, but Jen, let's listen. see if uh, let's see we can see if Donna. I think Donna's going to get one out of three. That's my guess. One out of three. Uh, you know what? I'm going to change it. She's going to get zero out of three. Let's bring <laughs> Donna in. Uh, Donna, okay, Donna, come back. We're waving. She probably can't see us. Donna, come back. Uh, she's coming. All right, Jen. This is really good for you, sister. You are for sure. Who are you going to take to the movie? You're getting a pair of tickets. Probably my hubby. Oh, nice. All right. I forgot and, that I didn't have to leave. Yeah, you yeah, you can stay there when I'm uh broadcasting at my home studio. Donna, I just so you know, was three for three. I know. You I'm pretty sure I think you're gonna go well, I said one for three and then I changed it to zero for three. <laughs> All right. That's my guess. This is it is a little tricky. You gotta kinda be a locked into a specific part of his career to do All well. Right. Okay. Well let's uh 
I'll put Jen on hold again, and uh, I'll, I'm looking over at Donna to see if she's ready. Okay. She's I'm ready. ready. Okay, I'm gonna name like three, uh, two. I'm gonna say I'm gonna name two SNL bits and a movie, and it's gonna be your job to come up with the comedy partner that were in in it with Will Ferrell, Birthday Boy, Will Ferrell. Okay. We'll start with this one. Who is his partner for the SNL sketch where they played musical middle school teachers slash organ music enthusiasts? Anna Gasteyer. Who was his partner in the SNL sketch where they played Spartan cheerleaders? Molly Shannon. And who was his figure skating partner in Blades of Glory? Oh, God, what's this guy's name? Uh, I'm not going to get it. Uh, he's got the curly hair. He played, the, he was like, Tina. What's his name? Come on, Donna, you got it. I got to pull it out of somewhere. Dave, Pete, Michael. Michael. Dave, Pete, Michael. Should I final? <laughs> Give me a hint. His, well, uh, his name, he sh- it's a very common name. It's one of the names of the uh, Gospels in the old Bible. Okay, John Hader. Wow. Okay. I I am really shocked at the Anna Gasteyer. Oh, thank you. I, I don't know where it came from. I don't know how I got that out of my head. And I know that you really think that you got the second question right, and you for sure did not. It's not Molly Shannon? No. Sherry O'Terry. Sherry O'Terry. Oh, wow. Yep. Which means that was very close to. Yeah, that you did so much better than I thought you would Thanks, do. You guys. scared me. So that means Thanks, Jen. uh, Jen's going to win the movie. I don't need to say it again, I don't think, but she's going to go see Joe Bell at the showplace. Woohoo! Thanks so much. Awesome. Sweet. Have fun, Jen. Have Bye, a good Jen. Weekend. Jen said she's going to probably take her husband, too. A little necking in the back of the theater, maybe? maybe. Stop (laughs) over at Crave, get a little cocktail and some sushi before you head in. And I think the West End's one of those uh, theaters where you can, you know, get drinks at the bar. You can, there's a bar, yep. I like that. Yep. When I go to a movie now, I just order a whole pizza that I can take in there. Hmm. This is at the Marcus Cinema in Shakopee. It's where I like to go see my movies. And, oh my gosh, this pizza, Donna. If you and I ever see a movie, we'll go splitsies on it. I, I, okay. It's so good, the pizza. Okay. Pizza pizza? <laughs> pizza pizza. Pizza I, no, pizza. Pizza pizza. Pizza pizza. Pizza pizza. Do you want a tip? Um, by the way, I eat the whole pizza. Okay, we don't it's care. It's an entire pizza. Awesome. Just to ask one more question like you care. Pizza pizza? Your... Okay. Okay, no. then. Time for a tip. What? Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 All right. It's Shark Week. It is Shark Week. Everybody's loving it on Discovery Channel. They've had William Shatner swimming uh, with sharks overcoming his lifelong fear. He did that at the age of 90. Uh, We hear this story about the jackass guy named Poopies. Poopies. There's a new cast member in the Jackass (laughs) franchise ever evolving. Almost lost his hand. To a shark attack as they tried to recreate the Fonz scene from Happy Days where he jumps the shark. Well, if you happen to find yourself in a shark attack situation, or as shark experts now want us to call them, negative shark encounters, (laughs) here's what they say. Five steps. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Don't panic. Okay. There you go. So to be clear, I've got this shark coming at me in an ocean where I can't touch the bottom most of the time. You, yes. Yes. 
but panicking puts the shark in predatory mode. So just because a shark is around doesn't mean it's you're going to get bit by it. Okay. Make eye contact and be assertive. Sharks respect assertiveness. If you see a shark in the water, he suggests this expert making eye contact or even pushing it away. I like that. Okay. I, I like to push it away. I'm not going to push it. I'm not going to touch it. Well, but if it was coming near you, you know, you, I think some you know, I'll be content. flailing and oh, yeah. screaming. Um, you need to find. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Right back if the shark does quote unquote attack. Negative encounter. Punch and attack the shark however you can. The eyes, the nose, the gills, all great targets. Okay? Nose, like... Yeah, yeah, bop them in the I like the gills. No matter what, don't play dead. (laughs) Thanks for that one. Assess your injuries if you do get attacked. Uh, If you have an arm wound, try to keep it raised above your heart to stop the or to slow the bleeding. Okay. And then swim to shore and get help. After a shark bite, all of that splashing and commotion and blood could attract other sharks that might be nearby. So get to solid ground, stop the bleeding, get medical help. Bada bing, bada boom. Hmm. You're welcome. That's how you do it. Now we know. Now we know. Thank you. When we come back, uh, oh, we've, yeah. we've got more now. We remember we're uh, we're having technical difficulties today, and so we have to do a little thing. When we come back, we have great stuff planned, and I'm so excited. I'm going to tell you about it. I'm going to tell you about it right now. There's a new documentary that's out yeah. that has to do with Angelina Jolie yes. and her son, and if Donna feels like. In this documentary, they're just throwing something out there that is terrible to say, could be harmful, the wrong forum, not the right way to do it. What on earth are they saying in this documentary? Donna fills us in when we come back on the Donna and Steve show on my talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071 Everything Entertainment. Well, this ought to be good. There is a new documentary about adoptions in Cambodia that is going to take a look at whether Angelina Jolie's son Maddox may have been stolen from his birth family. Whoa. So Angelina Jolie was one of hundreds of American parents who used this one woman named Lauren Galindo to facilitate the adoption of Maddox from Cambodia. And apparently she was unaware of potentially unethical practices. Mm. So, um, wow, this is really crazy because questions are still out there, whether her son's real parents are still alive and whether she was duped by this woman. Oh, man. Um, who reportedly preyed on poor families in like rural good areas. So questions were asked about the legitimacy of Maddox's orphan 
excuse me, orphan status at the time of the adoption, which was in 2002. He's, you know, a college kid now. Mm-hmm. Um, some people believe he might have been sold by his mother for $100 because she was poverty stricken. Mm. And at the time, the head of the human rights agency who investigated the adoption scandal said, I'm sure this child was not a real orphan and was not abandoned. So there's all this stuff. Now, the reason at first I was really irritated, like, why would you just throw out these accusations? There's a lot more to the story. The filmmaker, excuse me for bumping. The filmmaker is a college student who is uh, one of those adopted kids from Cambodia about the same time that Maddox was adopted. And her name is Elizabeth Jacobs, and she wants to uncover the truth about this woman's adoption practices in this documentary that is called The Stolen Children. So later in the year, she's going to go to Cambodia, and she hopes to get answers about herself, which may kind of open up the the vault to all this other stuff. So this woman is 21 years old and the circumstances of her own adoption kind of are murky. At least half of all adoptions from Cambodia to the U S between 1997 and 2001. So up to 1600 kids went through this, uh, Lynn Galindo and her sister and their agency, Seattle International Adoptions. Well, a year after Maddox's adoption, this Galindo and her sister were both charged. Um, one was given a, a financial penal- penalty for falsifying documents to obtain U.S. visas for orphans. And the other one went to jail for 18 months for the same crime and for money laundering. Um, this Galindo woman says she she's doing the best she can to be a force of good. And she wakes up every day thinking about doing good in the world. And she considers herself a champion for these kids. Um, so that's what this whole documentary is is about. Prosecutors say that this uh, Linda Galindo, is that her name? Linda? Did I say that? I think you said Linda. I think I said Linda. And then her sister's name is Lynn, so that's why I thought it was weird. But anyway, uh, she's a U.S. citizen, former hula dancer. She may have received as much as $9.2 million from adoptive parents over the years. Oh, my word. Um, And the woman who's doing the documentary says the main reason is that beyond a reasonable doubt, this Galindo woman was involved And she wants to know why she was put up for adoption. Wow. You know, it was like a kidnapped generation. Um, Oh, my gosh. Boy, this is a heavy, heavy. Super heavy. Situation. And how about kudos to this college student. Yes. Who was impacted by this, allegedly. Yes. And is trying to get answers. Yes. So she, the filmmaker, said that. Her mom just recently opened up the adoption papers and this Galindo woman was stated as the adoption facilitator. She was given $3,500 donation by the family 
who paid thousands more to other agencies involved. Like, there's all this stuff. And then um, she found paperwork where the mother was told to prepare for the adoption and had to strap money around her waist when traveling to Cambodia. So there's all this shady business going on. And the only reason Angelina Jolie's name is coming up in this story is because she adopted her first son from Cambodia. And I believe there were investigations at the time. And, I was going to say, you mentioned that this came out a year after the adoption. Yes. That there was an initial story regarding this. And there um, were investigations. And Angelina Jolie said that she would never, ever, obviously, take a child from their mother. Her belief was that his parents were dead. Likely story that she would have been told, you could imagine that, right? Yes, absolutely. Um, so you got, let me summarize all this. So you have the uh, these two ladies operating out of Cambodia, connecting Cambodian children with adoptive parents from all over the world. Or in the States. In the States, okay. And they... Uh, Basically, go to these families and say, "Like, give me you're going to have a hard time bringing up your kids for a hundred bucks. I can get them to a good home." That's what it sounds like. And then the families here in the states, of course, pay all sorts of money. Adoption is very expensive. Um, So that that way of kidnapping, as opposed to not taking them, where are my children? But more forcing a deal on these families. Or there could be varying circumstances, different scenarios. Wow. Some may have been taken. Um, some may have been legitimately sold by their parents. Hmm. But I'm intrigued. Well, you've got the right person at the helm of this documentary because some real investment, real personal investment, Absolutely. you would imagine uh, he or she will not tire in this story. Right. Um, I don't know when it comes out or anything, but we'll keep you posted if it shows up on a streaming service or anything like that. Hey, when we come back, HBO paid James Gandolfini $4 million. No, $3 million. $3 million just to not appear on this show. Tell you next.